Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. I'm your host, 12-year pro, uh, MLS Cup champion, MLS Comeback Player of the Year, Black Players for Change founder, and MSL coach, Quincy Marikwa. You might be asking yourself, what is the MSL? Well, that's what we discuss here every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, live here on the Perfect underscore Soccer Instagram account and uh, the Perfect Soccer Zoom account. <clears throat> when we've got a guest who's uh, a pre-booked guest for the show, um, shout out all uh, my MSL Army, MSL Legion members, you know what it is. Uh, I'm in your head, Pogba Jr. already dropping it in there. He says, I'm here. Um, but that is the Mental Strength League, a.k.a. I'm in your head. Uh, it is a... It is a mental 40 game of chess that you are either an active participant or you are a pawn in the game instead of getting played. And here on the Perfect Soccer platform and channel, every week, we break down and discuss the mentalities that are the mentality that's necessary to accomplish your goals, which is the mental strength league mentality. Um, You may be asking yourself, well, why why do I need to have a mentality to accomplish my goals? Well, that's exactly why. So you can accomplish your goals. Um, how do you do that? And why do that? Because you want to learn how to learn. Why learn how to learn? So you can know when and how you are stopping yourself from achieving your goals. And when does this mindset start? Well, the moment you decide to take personal responsibility for where you are, even if where you are isn't your fault, but more importantly, put in place a plan. that you can execute on to get to where you want to be. And that's what we come here to discuss every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, because teamwork equals dream work. We pay attention to the details. We're growth mind. We have the growth mindset. We're passionate about what it is that we do. Soccer might be the reason why we found out about each other or we came together, but mentality is why we stick together. And uh, what we discuss here every Thursday um, transcends every uh, level and league and industry. And... Um, yeah, I'm excited and, and happy to have you guys here <clears throat> joining in uh, today as I see Soccer Dad for Life joining in. What's going on? Timmy Pig, welcome. George Battestelli uh, dropping by and Joe Jackson. What's pop? Uh, yes. So speaking of the MSL mentality, the MSL mindset, <clears throat> what what you need to accomplish your goals and uh, what we've been implementing, executing, refining, promoting, elevating, preaching, and more, most importantly, practicing is uh, is developing a solid foundation of mental strength because we want to maintain mental health, right? Uh, mental stamina. I think uh, mental health, mental awareness is definitely becoming a huge talking point in the in the uh, mainstream now, which is which is great to finally see. But those of you who have been uh, following this account for quite some time, uh, those of you may maybe some of you have been following since the beginning of the creation of this account back in what was it 2013. Uh, we've been we've been discussing, uh, developing, speaking to, and refining our process of uh, mental strength training, uh, mentality. Uh, therapy, mental health, um, for like the entire existence of our account. So it is, it's great to see that the trend 
is starting to catch mainstream so that these conversations can be had and people can start to gain access to uh, tools and resources to help um, them on their individual journeys. And one of those will hopefully and definitely, I believe, uh, be the mental so- mentality software upgrade of the world. That's what the MSL mentality mindset is, right? Because we're on a mission to create over 1 billion self-sufficient, goal-oriented, disciplined, focused individuals. And I'm excited to have you guys here along for the journey. Um, <clears throat> whew, it's going to be a good one. Uh, but yeah, my man's Quincy sounds under the weather. You all right, brother. Yeah. See, George, I just mentioned that earlier before you hopped on. I said, my, uh, my allergies kick me in the face today. So I'm thinking it might be a condensed, <clears throat> condensed episode. Cause I, I felt like you guys could probably hear it in my voice cause I am <sighs> stuffed up. Um, <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, but, oh, yeah. Uh, super dope news that just kind of dropped today, and you can see it on the screen there. Earl Edwards Jr., you know, uh, the first MSL master's program graduate and helped me develop the MSL PhD program, uh, just, uh, just made the announcement of the Players Collaborative Fund that he has been working on. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think now. It, for last several months, he's been really um, jumping in deep with New England Revolution. Um, you guys may have remembered Earl joined us a a couple months ago, speaking to uh, um, speaking to joining New England Revolution. What he learned from uh, his previous stint with DC United and then before that Orlando, uh, Orlando city. Uh, we've talked extensively over his mentality, uh, where he started, where we started together, uh, back in our time in 2019 when we had first met. Um, and a lot of his personal development and growth and mentality development and growth over time. Uh, you guys see on his, his hat right there, uh, D bab, uh, that is a brainchild MSL mentality that, uh, uh, Earl branded and came up with this with for himself his daily reminder, uh, don't be a baby. Um, you see him repping that there at the press conference announcing this Players Collaborative Fund, which is which is really dope. So the Kraft family is uh, uh, allocating $20,000 uh, $20, monthly uh, donation to, um, to this fund, I believe for the next year, I believe for the next year at minimum, but I, I want to say for the next three years. Um, I'll need to do a little bit more uh, verification of that. Um, but uh, really, uh, really excited for Earl. He's been putting in a, a bunch of work, um, you know, behind the scenes. I almost, I almost, I was thinking about that more. I almost dislike saying putting in the work behind the scenes because it's like you're putting in the work. Like uh, whether people can see it or not, or they give you credit for it or not, or paying attention or not is another thing. But I've definitely been seeing the work that Earl has been putting been putting in and doing over time so it's no surprise to me uh his ability to pull something like this off and bring something like this together i think it's i think it's awesome i think it's uh the start of uh, a massive trend and hopefully uh a massive push for other organizations and individuals who may be sitting on the fence about their level of commitment or participation to uh to stop thinking about it and actually um move forward with it because I think uh, I was on the Two Cents podcast earlier with um, Amobi Akugo. Put that put that up there as well too. Um, I think that should be dropping dropping tomorrow. But um, I think Amobi had pointed out. He said it's it's not a it's not a moment. It's a movement, and uh, that kind of that kind of resonated and stuck out to me because you know I think the movement is has happened. The momentum is continuing, continuing to carry. And I think when people don't necessarily understand what the work looks like, they believe that no work is getting done. And I think that's a mistake. You know, that's a mistake because <clears throat> I, I won't even say mistake as much as I think missed opportunity, right? Um, if you don't understand the work or you, you can't see the work, ask questions, right? Uh, learn, educate yourself. Um, 
be open to new ideas, new approaches, new strategies, new tactics. And I know everybody here um, understands that and uh, is working diligently to um, to maximize uh, their approach, their process, and what they're doing. And um, hopefully, you know, seeing more stuff like this will continue to encourage, inspire, motivate um, those of you who are, you know, maybe feeling as though you don't have as loud a voice as you'd like, uh, a seat at the table, you feel underrepresented, um, you feel like, you may feel like, you know, what you're doing doesn't matter. That's not true. It matters. It all, it all adds up. Talk, we've talked about it a lot here, you know, uh, linear versus exponential uh, thinking. One penny to, could be over $2 million by the end of the month. You might not be able to see it, uh, but it's true. And um, having days like this, uh, announcements like this, um, gives a, gives a le- level of validation and credibility um, that I think makes it easier for people to see that it's okay to be wrong, but it's not okay to not acknowledge it and and move forward uh, to be better. Um, and I think <clears throat> the announcement of this is a great um, is a great message, great call uh, call to action for those who uh, <clears throat> maybe sitting and for those who've been doing the great work and working hard and elevating, amplifying and, and helping, um, you know, it's, it's turning into tangible, meaningful, um, initiatives. Um, and, um, keep, keep going, <laughs> keep going, keep going. Um, okay. So let's see what we got here. Oh yeah. And then this was the quote from, uh, Josh Kraft who'd been working um, in lockstep with <clears throat> with Earl uh, uh, throughout the entire process. So it was really dope. Really, really dope to see. Um, let's see what we had here. So uh, that's kind of an update as to like most recent news in the news cycle that I just wanted to kind of bring some attention to and speak on because... I'm always a huge advocate for Earl. <clears throat> He's a great, great human, uh, great person, and um, uh, is very passionate about um, the work he does. So I'm always passionate about uh, helping elevate and amplify whatever he he feels passionate about because that's what the P in perfect soccer stands for, right? Passion. And... Um, That's what we're here for. <clears throat> All right. Um, let's see. So I'm, you you already know me. I fall behind the comments and stuff already. Ben said I was really sick yesterday as well. I took an off day for running, but not for the 10 push-up challenge. Ho, ho, ho. I like that. See, like I wasn't feeling too good. And I was like, ah, maybe, you know, nah. That soccer pro show is like my 10 push-up challenge, right? Got to show up. Even if, you know, even if we're going to do a condensed episode or we got to cut it short a little bit, that's okay. But we, we show up and we get it done. So I'm happy to hear you continue version three of the push-up challenge. It's version three, right? Not version version two. Uh, Sage of DBZ was given um, some acknowledgement to that as well. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Uh, M. Owen asks, how did things happen for you? Um, could you be a little bit more specific so I know what you're asking? Uh, ben said, not since 2013, but 2019, I think I found your YouTube channel in the winter of 2018, if I remember correctly. Hey, hey. Love that. That's dope. Do you remember what video you found? And even deeper, do you remember what you typed in? Like what you searched to to find and land on the video? Um George said, sorry, brother, same here, pop that Allegra. Exactly. I need to get some of that. Um, so I was actually going to go do, run to the run to the store. I got some of that um, emergency 
vitamin C stuff, but <clears throat> some antihistamines. Uh, got it down some serious water to fix the allergies. Yeah, I was like waterlogging myself earlier. <clears throat> um, Pogba Jr. said, AO, a soccer consulting agency I've been in contact with messaged me yesterday saying they're hoping to see me soon. Nice. Um, they're helping you get connected with the club. You're going to be joining them. Like, what's what's the deal? Um, I'm your head emojis drop, George. Let's see. Uh, Joe said, goal USA. That's what's up against Qatar. I think I just saw a clip on, um, on like Twitter of that, of, um, I think Matt's saving like a deflected goal. Um, shout out, uh, Rachel. She just joined the team. She manages the Twitter account now. So she's been, um, doing a great job to help, help us be more engaged over on Twitter. Um, retweeting, resharing current events. Uh, staying in the know and plugged in with what's going on in the soccer community um, online. Uh, you guys know uh, me. Uh, oh, I think, oh, there you go. Speaking speaking of Rachel, that's her joining in right there too. What up? Yo, everyone say what up to, to Rachel. Uh, Rachel, I was just, I was literally just speaking about uh, you uh, managing the Twitter account, getting everything engaged, also going to be helping, I think going to be helping us with the, YouTube comments as well. Um, but uh, she's been doing a great job over there. So those of you who have been following the Twitter account, I know in the past, uh, it might not have been, it was it was good to follow the Twitter account just to, uh, the Twitter account because we'd repost and reshare our articles and stuff regularly. So it's like a, more so like a, a reference resource of like stuff that we, that we posted or written or uh, clips from the show, PS clips and stuff. But now we have an official account manager who's been doing an amazing job. So uh, make sure you guys go and follow the the Perfect Soccer Twitter account if you're not following already. Um, because yeah, she's there um, doing a great job and and getting that engagement up. And uh, also like referencing a lot of the dope stuff that we've been doing. creating and talking about, but I've been doing a very poor job of resharing and, and publishing and, uh, letting you guys know about it. You know, you know what it is. We get so focused on doing the work that we forget to talk about the work that we're doing. So, uh, I've been trying to make a note to do a lot better job of speaking to the, the work that we're doing. So great example is what you see on the screen here. Now, the work that Earl's been, been putting on, I, I love, I love to, you know, celebrate the victories and wins of, uh, of my teammates. Um, uh, yeah, well, I was just thinking about <clears throat> f f trying to find, uh, or uh, that's something I could ask you guys. Like what, what's the right balance? Do you guys feel is the right balance of let promoting basically like sharing with you guys, announcing the stuff that we've been doing versus, just doing the work, right? Like, I think uh, two episodes ago, I let you guys know that we updated, or I had updated my personal website, quincymaricourt.com. I updated the link tree with all the access to all the NFT projects, Foundation, Rarible, um, OpenSea, my OpenSea account. What else? Uh, we got uh, perfectsoccerskills.com slash free access updated. So for those of you who, um, are wanting to understand our journey, uh, how we got here, get access to the Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint, the Ultimate College Soccer Recruit Recruiting Blueprint, uh, B-Pro Weekly Training Programs, some of our mentality training, our time management, uh, PerfectSoccerSkills.com discount codes, access to our soccer balls, soccer goals. I mean, we've got a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> and we've been developing, improving everything for a long time. Uh, but I have been doing a very poor job of properly, regularly promoting uh, everything that we've got. Um, so the focus has really been breaking that down so it can be <clears throat> more easily digested, I guess. And um, um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, <clears throat> ben said, I don't remember what video exactly, but it definitely had to do with the skill drills I could do by myself. The No Room, No Problem series that Ross did was the series that I loved because I was ne I never had any room in the winter where I lived. Yeah, shout out Ross LeBeau. You guys, if you're not following Ross already, make sure to follow him and then just go spam his go spam his Instagram account and tell him ask him when he's getting back on the Perfect Soccer platform because he came up with the No Room No Problem series and that I think was the most not even think. I'm pretty sure that was the most popular series that we've ever created on on the Perfect Soccer platform. Uh, people really really enjoyed that and what's funny is that was well before the quarantine was like a thing. So talking about trendsetters and and speaking to things that uh, in the future, right? Ross was out here dropping No Room No Problem series. Um, I was out here talking about uh, mental strength training. You know, we're talking about the metaverse and crypto, and now you know NFTs are the are what's hot. You know, they're talking about uh, mental health in the mainstream. Everyone needs some at home uh, workout program. <coughs> workout programs. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Nia said, uh, no, it's definitely very helpful. Okay, well, thank you very much. I think in the past, I think in the past, we were working on so many different things at so many times, so we didn't really know how we're bringing it all together. So when we were just talking about where we were at in the process, it could get very, boom, all over the place. But I think we've done a good job to kind of bring it all into one place, send people in the right direction, <coughs> and um, continue to... Um, continue to grow i um hopefully i'll give an update in the next week or so as to how you know our amazon account is doing and i'm optimistic that that will start really picking up here and we can kind of scale what we've been doing uh here while trying to survive through this uh pandemic um that was whew, that made us have to do a lot of work to figure out making it through all that um uh nia said it's also nice when you get different information on different platforms okay that's cool that's cool to know uh, pogba said i've been lagging with my youtube and posting parts of the show ha have to start back again oh dope man yeah when you were when you were you know taking clips from <coughs> taking clips from previous episodes Parts that you like, things that resonated with you and stood out, and then like reshared them on your platforms and channels and stuff. I thought that was pretty dope. Because it also like you guys know I, I talk about a lot of things, and sometimes a lot of the stuff I'm talking about is kind of out there in terms of uh, philosophical ideas and rooted in experience, but also trying to put some framework around how we think about things so we can break them down into ways that we can have like meaningful conversations and you know, maybe even have some action items as a result of it or things that we can go and test in our own little, you know, in our own little worlds. Um, and uh, when I see the parts of our conversations and stuff that we're doing that resonate with you guys, um, you know, no matter how big or how small, it's it's helpful for me to better speak to... Um, what helps you better understand a concept or idea as opposed to what makes it easier uh, for me to understand a concept or idea, right? I think um, as you try, I, I've spoken about this, right? Uh, jack of all trades, master of all. Um, in the attempt to uh, embody that, uh, the methodology for like, breaking down problems or understanding problems and um, kind of creating a narrative or story around them that can help you retain as much information as possible, but mo most importantly, retain the most useful information possible. And I think like the most useful information is knowing what information is useless. And um, I think that would be a condensed version of what experience is, right? Experience is the skill set or or having a lot of experience having a lot of useful experience is knowing 
which information is useless or less useful and then wins when when user when information is useful yeah i think that kind of tie and where i was thinking about it in terms of msl fan page joining in what's going on i think the start of just the conversation what the start of the, the conversation kind of the context i'd set versus the context of what okay the context this or this is where i'm at everybody so you can kind of see where i'm at in terms of like my thinking to figure out like what I or to to decide not even figure out to decide what I believe is the best step next step for me and what I'd like what I would like to do it's really blending blending the idea of like I shared earlier like Earl's been doing the work but we we say like behind the scenes but like where I'm saying like I'm seeing the work he's doing it's not behind the scenes like he's doing the work but most people don't understand the work he's doing until it results in something they understand, which is like an announcement of this initiative, right? Like, hey, $20,000 every single month going to these to these types of uh, nonprofit organizations to do this type of work. That makes it real. But, but the work he's doing was real, but people couldn't really understand it until it was packaged in a manner that could be easily understood. So that's one aspect, right? So it's like that's one idea, one experience over here. And then the other is, okay, understanding what experience is or what's most useful experience is what information is useless or what information is useful. And I, w- I would say like <clears throat> if you believe information is useless for long enough and enough people have that same belief, eventually – that information will be extremely useful and valuable some at some point in time in the future. You don't know when, but what you can reasonably believe is that it may be of value sometime in the future. <clears throat> So it's like, forgive. Ah, okay. So it's like, for me, that's what forgive but don't forget means, right? Forgive but don't forget. Uh, move forward but don't forget. Because, you know, let's tie it back to soccer on the soccer field. So this is good. So all right, <clears throat> I'm a striker, right? I'm a forward. I've definitely missed way more shots on goal than I've scored in life, right? But when I miss a shot or miss a goal, I don't forget, but I move forward, right? It's good to know that you can miss. It's good to know that you have missed. But it's more important to know why you missed or how you could be less likely to miss moving forward. But to stay stuck on the fact that you missed doesn't really help you, right? But completely forgetting that you can miss. I mean, I've seen players who completely forget that they ever miss and they've got a level of confidence and arrogance that uh, is is amazing, right? Um, and they go on a they go on an amazing ride, but it's it's a it's a quick ride up, and it's a it's a hard uh, uh, crash ride down. And if that's how you want to play the game, that's how you play the game. Respect to you uh, if that's how you want to approach it. But here we talk about the LTWM long term winners mindset, right? And it's saying, okay, we're seeing all these different approaches. We're seeing all these different methodologies. We're seeing all these different ideas, all these um, um, ways in which people choose to play the game. <coughs> and you've got to recognize and see and understand the work you see someone doing right now 
so that you can not only win the game here now, but also win the game in the future. And sometimes losing now means you win in the future. But you only learn how to do that by taking chances, taking risks, uh, uh, putting your money up, putting your time up, putting your effort up, and working behind the scenes, as most people would 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 put it. But that's not how that's not how I put it. I think I put it, yeah, that's not how I put it. I, I put it to the forefront. Yeah. Yeah, I put those who are most curious, most engaged, most um, open to learning. To, to the front because they're they're gonna make the most mistakes they're gonna miss the most shots <clears throat> they're going to mess up a lot but they're also going to gain all the experience <laughs> and in the long run in the long run the experience is what's most valuable the experience is what the experience is what will allow you to maintain what you've earned uh, over time. <laughs> Uh, experience is going to be what allows you to properly value or uh, be a good steward of what you've acquired over time. Um, it'll also show you why at very minimum everyone should have access to those same experiences if they choose to participate doesn't mean they have to or you uh, you, you gotta you know, be on path to be a professional athlete but the lessons learned from being a professional athlete at a, at a high level do allow you to have a, a perspective and understanding that I think translates well into the the real world, right? Whatever that means, <laughs> the non-professional sports world. And I think that's why the conversation around what is mental health and what are the expectations what are the current expectations that are put on players uh, at the youth level, the, the college level, and the professional level, and, and as fans and as uh, you know, owners and sub, uh, supporters? <coughs> like, and are those the types of expectations we should place on these individuals Yeah. And if so, why? Beyond just, you know, they get paid money or they get paid a lot of money to do so. Um, because a lot don't get paid a lot of money. So, like, that argument for the 1% of the 1% of the top professional athletes, okay. But also on your path to playing a professional sport and getting to a professional level, um, it's not as if you are trained to to properly manage and handle all the other additional expectations that are put on you as you begin to ascend the ranks of your professional sport, right? Like nobody cared or listened or spoke to you when nobody knew who you were or 
your future potential as an athlete, but as you made your way up, then people were engaged and wanted to ask you questions or had certain levels or expectations of you. Um, so like, at what point At what point do we collectively decide what's okay? Fernandinho, what's up? Elsie, welcome. Um, <clears throat> let's see. And basically, I think those are all the conversations that are being had right now. And we'll eventually land on what we think or what we're willing to accept or to do or whatever. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I have my thoughts and my thoughts and feelings about certain things. And I'm just, I'm looking at a lot of individuals who have very large audiences to which they speak to. Yeah, they speak to you similar to me where I'm just kind of speaking with I get I get feedback from everyone in the comment section and asking questions and stuff. But I'm thinking the individuals who are like solely just speaking into a microphone, uh, sharing their perspective or their thoughts on a particular topic or a particular incident or a controversy. Um and have massive followings, you know, but don't have a secondary counter perspective or opinion or someone to like, you know, maybe like respond. So then, I guess I've just been thinking a little bit more about what that means and the long term implications of that, or, or what may be starting to manifest as a result of that happening for a long duration of time. So, um, <clears throat> yes, that's so true. People in many different relationships harp on communication, but if people don't understand, what's the point? Understanding is greater than uh, ineffective communication. Yeah, well, I think um, understanding is a result of effective communication, right? So, yeah, I agree. Like, understanding is greater than effective communication. Ineffective communication. I think, yeah, effective communication should result in, or that would be the hallmark of understanding, right? You effectively, commu you effectively communicated what, you know, the idea, the concept, or whatever. Um, let's see. Ben said, knowing which information is useless, you're breaking down college study strategies. <laughs> ah, okay. Ooh, okay. Man, that's a good one. Yeah, I guess... Okay. I've been speaking on this show for over two plus... Two years now, right? A little bit over two years. Speaking through the the mentality, the strategies, the tactics, the mistakes, the failures, and you know some of the and some of the victories. Looks like my phone storage is full. I do not know if that means Instagram is going to save this video. So for those of you who are tuning in live, you might be getting this. Uh, you might be just getting this video, this, uh, the live, live, right? I don't know if everyone's going to be able to catch the replay of this because I don't know if Instagram's going to save it. Um, <clears throat> but having said that, um, yeah, like if, okay, I went to college, I went to UC Davis. I studied pre-med while I was there. I was on path to potential, you know, I was on path to, um, you know, if professional soccer didn't become an option, 
Um, well, even thinking about that, I was on path to go to medical school. It was, it, if it wasn't for the fact that in my senior year, professional uh, sports was, consi- was, was an option to me, that's what I would have likely uh, done while trying to also build a business. Now, thinking, especially Ben, to your point, like about some of the strategies and the the ways in which you figure out how to survive college and how to <coughs> learn what is important and what's necessary and what's unnecessary. And then understanding and realizing like we have platforms and individuals who have those experiences who are sharing what they've learned and what they've done on these platforms. Like when I'm in college, there was a limit, there was a 10 minute limit on YouTube. Like you couldn't upload a video longer than 10 minutes. So (laughs) yeah, now you, you can upload unlimited amounts of content to it for free and it won't take like a whole day to upload or download a video and you don't need to have like a bunch of software to like condense it and uh software that puts like its ad on top of your video across the screen and makes it super low quality and stuff right like like those are analog real world experiences that I think give, you know, individuals like myself an advantage when appreciating and valuing these platforms and these these systems and processes, right? Like, and that's why I think I'm so passionate or so willing or so motivated to share, you know, why I value the things I value and where I come from yeah because I think those experiences those experiences are like those real experiences are how I learn the lessons the ways in which we can maintain those experiences, uh, the way that we can maintain those lessons is breaking down those experiences into words to effectively communicate them across these platforms and channels um, so that, you know, in the future, if and when someone types something into Google, so Ben, just like, you were talking here earlier. I said, do you remember what you typed into Google to find the video that Ross did, right? Think, think about that. Uh, Ross and I had conversations, thought it would be useful to, to record videos teaching people how to be better at soccer at home, but an approach that will actually maximize their opportunities and likelihood and chances to get to a professional level, right? Like that didn't exist at the time of us starting so we're taking a chance and a risk in making something that could be useless information and at that time was probably seen as useless by a lot of people now it only needs to be useful to one person for it to be useful and maybe that one person won't come across it or come along for two three four five years Right? But if it exists out in this digital space, in this digital world, it exists there. That experience is there. That knowledge is there. And anyone has access to tapping into it. If they choose to, Ben, which you chose to, and then you, you, you utilized that information to then apply it, application, right, real world, in your world, and you saw tangible real world results of it which led you to want to continue to do more and now look at you here on version three of the 10 push-up challenge so when i'm talking through the system (laughs) wow yeah 
we're talking through the system and we're all different individuals on our own individual paths and journey but we're all influential in the system and we all are responsible for the outcomes of what our system produces whether we believe it or not or whether we want to accept that responsibility or not we do And I feel the things I've learned along the way are worth sharing. But how much they're worth in... That remains to be seen, right? Ah, you know, now I'm thinking through it more. It's like, it's only valued after the fact, right? I don't think it remains to be seen. Like, it's being seen, but on delay. But I forgot who said it, but when it's priceless, you can keep putting a price on it, but it's, 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 it's not, uh, it's not that, it's not the, it's not the most up-to-date price. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. I think that's a good statement on information because if you never apply the info you have, is it really useful? So having an excessive amount of knowledge is cool, but it needs to be applicable. Correct. So it's like preparation is cool. Preparations are is good, but you need to also yeah you need to be applying applying what you learned as well too it's just it's <coughs> let's see all right um uh, sage said i'm going to try with a new professional academy team uh out of state who doesn't have housing but how can i make a way for them to make an exception i'm going to try with a new professional team academy out of state who doesn't have housing I mean, if you ball out enough and they want you bad enough, they'll make accommodations for you. Uh, and if you want it enough, you'll figure out how to make accommodations work for yourself. So maybe you can find a host family there locally who'd be willing to donate a room uh, to you. Maybe find um, a family whose you know kid just went off to college, so they've got a spare bedroom uh, available um, that you could maybe... Uh, crash in or I want to say Shari Joseph I remember out in New England uh, I think he he lived with the host family like the entire time that he played for New England so um, again that, that's what I remember hearing I don't know if that's actually true I haven't spoken to him personally about that but I remember especially early on in the MLS days you know Housing is an expense. It is expensive, and we weren't making much money. So you had to figure out how to make stuff work um, <clears throat> and make ends meet. Um, some guys uh, went the host family route. So, um, that's one way. Uh, <clears throat> ben said exclusive episode, exactly. Perks of tuning in live. That's correct, Joe. Elsie um, said, Quincy is frozen. Am I frozen? Um, oh, no, Ben says, working fine for him. I recently joined my college club soccer team this fall. Congratulations. Uh, sports. Uh, Daisy dropped in. What's going on, Daisy? Um... Uh, ben said, it's crazy to think about the timing and series of choices that led up to this moment. <coughs> Excuse me. Exactly, right? Like, in that moment, you don't necessarily think 
in that moment at that time, you're not, might, you might not necessarily be thinking that it would be any bigger than just that video. But now when we see where we are and we look back, we understand how influential that video was in your journey, right? <clears throat> now, now that we have that experience, and by we I mean yourself as well as me because you're sharing your experience with me, we now have a unique perspective with future videos that we watch because we can at least know from experience that any one video could lead to uh, a, an extremely positive outcome or a negative outcome. So like what you watch and what you consume and why you consume it and how you think about what you consume and uh, how you utilize that to uh, do work in your world has massive long-term implications. And I think our generation and the one, my, my generation, the ones who are come, who come after are becoming aware of that much <clears throat> earlier and much younger. <clears throat> and I think our ability to understand that is because we have such unique experience with these platforms from such a young age. One that, you know, older generations like my parents' generation just doesn't have. So yeah, even thinking about that, I think that's why when I'm, I'm speaking on these platforms and, and especially, especially on the show, it's like, The more we have these conversations, the more we share these ideas, the more that we share these experiences, uh, the more we're able to see how interconnected we are and how influential we can be and how uh, strong we are together and why you know, the goal should be always to find a win-win situation. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <coughs> yeah. I'm gonna think more on that as you guys can tell. But thank you for sharing, Ben. That's uh, it is it is crazy to think about. Uh um, ben said, yeah, like the want to get better in soccer end up leading me to version three of the 10 push-up challenge two years later. <laughs> there you go. And like, and what has, what has, and, and, and that's you taking on that challenge yourself, completing that challenge and then challenging yourself to do more on your own. So like, what do you believe that has afforded you that you wouldn't have had otherwise? Like why keep doing it like yeah that's why even when I'm tying back to what I was saying earlier in terms of like it's priceless like the value of it is priceless because you're saying like being confident in yourself knowing you're capable of accomplishing something you set your mind to being committed to that and seeing the results of the work that you put in is an experience and a feeling that I don't think once you've had and you understand that feeling, I don't think there's an amount of money that you would accept to not ever have access to having that feeling again in the future, right? Because then you're saying like, okay, let's say whatever amount of money someone's going to pay you and you gave that up, like what are you going to buy with the money? In my mind, it's like, well, you're buying things to create, you're buying things or, but then you're like, what are you buying those things for? Well, you're buying those things so that you can create an experience. Well, what experience are you wanting to create? Well, if what you're wanting to create is the feeling you get from being confident 
after seeing the results of something you've committed and dedicated your time, effort, and energy to, and it, it, it coming to fruition or life, uh, you, you can't buy that with money. <clears throat> yeah, you can't buy it. So then, you know, time's the most valuable asset, everyone. I talk about it all the time because it's true. Um, let's see. And this is an investment in your time, and I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys investing your time in me, um, and I greatly appreciate you guys investing uh, investing the time in yourself. Because seeing you guys um, progress and grow and the questions that come in is it's always cool to see. Sometimes it's, well, I said, yeah, it's always cool to see. Sometimes <clears throat> it it gets me. Like uh, I just least recently did a podcast with um, Eduardo uh, for um, Soccer X with Musco Lighting. And uh, he hit me with a good question. So if you guys are wanting to see that, I, I'm not sure when it releases, but once it does, I'll, I'll share it on the platforms and stuff. That was, um, he got me all in the feels. Uh, SPL Sports Court joined in. What's up? I'm also thinking along the lines of tactically on the field and socially in the locker room. There you go. What are your tactics on the field? What are your tactics in the locker room? Uh, cool man, Stan24 said, congrats. On the news today. Thanks a lot, Stan. Appreciate that. Uh, again, huge shout out to Earl. Did amazing uh, work to make that happen. Um, uh, Elsie said, "How can I weigh out my personal life and student and student athlete?" Well, you can head to the link that's below, perfectsoccerskills.com/slash/free-access, and get access to all of our free tools and resources because we'll help you how to we'll help you learn and figure out how to do just that and more. But uh, look at that. We're thinking we're going to do a condensed version episode today. And we went the whole hour. Uh, so let's see. Uh, we'll wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up, B. Uh, I want to I thank everybody for tuning in to the show today. Hopefully the live gets uh, published to the account. If not, uh, it's unfortunate. But not for those of you who tuned in live because you got to check it out. Um, Sage said, is confidence something that comes from experience or from within? Confidence is the result of, uh, of experience, right? So like the more work, the more you work towards improving your craft, like the more repetitions you do, the more confidence you gain because you see the results of the work you're doing. So if you're talking about soccer, if you don't even know how to kick a ball, but you show up every day and you practice kicking the ball, a week later you can see how well you can kick a ball versus how you could a week before. And even if it's only a little bit, it's more than when you started, then four weeks later, then eight weeks later, then six months later, right? Uh, confidence is a muscle um, and it, you only build it over time being consistent. Um, hour of maybe exclusive content. Awesome. Exactly. We'll see. Uh, the frequency is real. Have a great week. See you next week. Thank you very much. Uh, Elsie, uh, Elsie said, uh, Joe Jackson, I agree. Best content. Awesome. Uh, cool man. Stan said, uh, experience in ends fear, creates courage, confidence, uh, facts. Uh, Duke, uh, thanks for dropping in at the end here. Everybody, thank you very much for tuning in for today's episode. Uh, I think we'll have a, a guest here next week. Um, so hopefully we'll announce that here soon. Um, for those of you who um, haven't already, make sure you go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash free access, create your account, and I'll, I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys next week. Uh, Sage said, love it, Quincy. We will be 80 still doing this. <coughs> Excuse me. Awesome, brother. Uh, hopefully, I feel like, I hope that we get to a point that the MSL mentality is complete, right? And it's so good that we've created like an advanced AI or hologram, holographic uh, program that can speak to the ideals and mentality 
ooh, that's super futuristic out there. Um, so, yeah, we'll end it on that. Thanks a lot, everybody. Appreciate it. I'll see you next week. And as always, I mean, you had... Quincy Ameriquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.